Hello, and welcome to the Dear Professor series, where college students who take courses online speak their minds. I am your host and e-learning strategist, Dr. Kelly Austin, who is thrilled about this series and could not wait to have a one-on-one with today's guest. I have been teaching online since 2004, and I even obtained my PhD in instructional design and technology through an online program. So I have been both the online instructor and the online student. As a result, I know that there are some wonderful things happening in the online programs, as well as some not so wonderful things going on. So Who is taking courses online these days? Online learners are very diverse. And if you teach online, you will find that there is a wide range of experience, backgrounds, ages, and technical abilities. So it's important for you to gather information about your students at the beginning of every online course through surveys, interviews, introductory activities, so that you are aware of the wide variety of experiences, which are an invaluable asset to the course. You can also find out the areas in which your students might need support from each other, the university services and resources, and from you. Today, modern online learners are not just taking online courses as older professionals who just want to continue professional training in their fields as they did in the past, but modern online learners delve into distance learning for a variety of reasons. The purpose of this series is to help professors and students experience a more fulfilling online learning environment by allowing students to reveal their needs and pet peeves. My hope is that this information will support professors in making the necessary changes or adjustments in the design and delivery of their online courses, which should ultimately enhance student success and satisfaction with distance education. So if you're interested in hearing what students have to say about their lived experiences online, please hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so that every Wednesday at 8 p.m., the latest episode will come straight to you. Also, feel free to comment about anything said and ask questions. Today, I am elated to have Miss Frida Weston here with me. I wasn't going to tell you all this, but I met Miss Frida during the pandemic, and I am so glad that our paths crossed at that time. She is an incredible soul, as you will soon find out. I want to tell you more, but we will just see how this interview unfolds. Just know that if you are listening right now, you are supposed to be here and be blessed by this conversation. Hi, Ms. Frida. How are you today? Greetings. My name is Frida Brunton Weston. I'm a 68-year-old fraternal twin 
with the female uh, flora. I entered North Carolina Central University in 1973 with a business education degree, although uh, I left after two and a half years with life activities. Uh, but it did allow me to connect back to college in 2017 at North Carolina Central until uh, present day. Achieving a BS in behavior and social science, achieving a BS in child development studies, minoring in German, uh, and I'm currently uh, pursuing a master's degree in human development and family studies at North Carolina Central University. And I plan, as I say, I plan to attempt a doctorate degree after receiving my master's already claimed degree. All right, Miss Frida, you jump right in. So let's just talk about what you shared about yourself already. So you minored in German, you said? I did. Wow. So what made you interested in German? Well, I was looking for something at my age. I wasn't really trying to learn another language, but I wanted something a little easier. And the German language ap appeared to have some of the English uh, 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 English uh, words in there, the letters in there where I could kind of um, understand it a little better. So I pretty much just jumped in. Uh, hands, hands, hands out to see what I could do. And I made it with an A in every one of my five classes. Wow, you took five classes in German. So let me get this clear. How old are you again, Miss Frida? I am 68 proud years young. 68 years young. And you got a bachelor's degree. At, well, how old were you then when you got your I bachelor's degree? I graduated uh, 2020, which I would have been 64 and wow. uh, child development. I'm sorry, 60, 65 and child development studies. I was uh, 67. So I am now 66 and now I am currently pursuing a master's degree and I'm already uh, predicted to graduate May 2027. So I will be at that time 69 years old. Woo, I am just, I am so inspired by you already. I know everybody listening is like, wow. So, and, you're gonna, you. and you're going to get that doctorate as well. That is fantastic. So, what is your general experience with taking courses online? Did you do your, all your degrees online or how did that work? Well, actually, uh, my online classes began at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, until present, uh, I was sad that I had to make a change from the classroom to the online. Uh, at that time, uh, I'm currently taking some online classes, um, and I um, have decided to take uh, some online classes because it's convenient because of my residential location. Uh, I currently do not reside in North Carolina, and I continue to uh, be able to attend North Carolina Central University um, uh, by being uh, here. Uh, uh, I don't have to be here physically. Oh, okay. So you were introduced to them during the pandemic and then you just decided to continue it with your graduate studies as well? 
That is correct. Okay. So if you were to rate your experience with online courses on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being outstanding and one being horrific, what kind of rating would you give it and why? Uh, I would give it at least an eight, an eight because it's accommodating. Um, the others would be uh, the love that I have for the classroom uh, experience. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's how I would rate it. Okay, that's a good high score then. So yes. Ms. Ms. Frida, let's talk about your needs as an online student. A need, well, well, let me just, I'm going to tell the audience what I mean when I say that. A need okay. is defined as something you require because it is essential or very important. So when you are taking an online course, what would you say are your needs? What do you require or desire to be successful in the virtual classroom? Dr. Olson, that's a very good question. Um, Self-discipline is very important. If you don't maintain self-discipline, you um, are already out of the class. Um, Good communication skills. Excellent communication skills are very uh, necessary in order to maintain the continuity of that class. Um, Good time management skills. Um, And I certainly is one that I would have to work on a little bit more, but I manage. Um, But uh, time management, you have to be on time. You have to kind of have some organization involved where you kind of do your homework at certain times and, um, and and just kind of feel for when it's good for you. And sometimes it's not always sitting on a platter uh, saying uh, this is this and this is this. You have to sometimes go through the challenges and, and work it out from uh, back to forward. Um, you have to be respectful and mindful at all times of others. And I did not want to certainly uh, eliminate that one out because uh, of of diversity and uh, how it is connected to our community population, education, and all other aspects of of, uh, living. Um, I, 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 I wanted to kind of throw those four out at you. Okay. So these are things that you're saying that students need? To be yes. Okay. Yes. Well, when you think about when you're taking the course, right, and you log into this course, what do you need from your professor? Well, I need um, I need for the professor to be attentive uh, to my questions. Um, I need uh, my professor to uh, uh, want to make me feel like I can uh, uh, ask her questions. I want to feel welcomed. Right. Um, uh, on a professional basis. Um, and and uh, that's very important. And when you can feel like you can make contact with one another, then the, the rest of it pretty much can fall in line. Okay, good. So you have given students some really good things. You said be self-disciplined, um, have good communication skills, time management skills, and respectful and mindful of others. And that the professors need to be attentive to your questions and approachable or welcoming, right? Did I get that right? 
That is correct. Well, good. So have you found that your needs have changed from when you initially took online courses for your bachelor's degree and now that you're taking graduate level courses online or are they the same? I, I feel that they they have been maintained to be the same. Okay. Um, yes. All right. Now, Ms. Frida, what are your pet peeves? You know, a pet peeve is a minor annoyance that an individual finds particularly irritating, something that bothers you more than it might bother somebody else. So your pet peeve may not be somebody else's pet peeve, and that's okay. So share with us what really annoys you when it comes to online courses. Well, naturally, I miss seeing people uh, in person um, as I would in a classroom setting. Um, I miss interacting with uh, the facilitator, instructor, of course, internet issues, and <laughs> Uh, not having hand-on activities, you know, that's usually gone within a classroom setting. Okay, so it sounds like when you said misinteraction, are you saying that most of your classes have been asynchronous where you don't like going live or or are you just saying that it's just not similar to the face-to-face experience? Uh, misinteracting, and thank you uh, so that I can clarify that, Miss. Uh, interacting face to face. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. So it annoys you that you can't see the people in person and feel that energy, that vibe in person. Yeah. That closeness, you know, uh, that, um, uh, that, you know, that, uh, uh, temptation to be able to ask another classmate, uh, how do you feel about that? Or are you going to the library? Uh, let's go and do this as a group. Uh, you know, sometimes online is great. Sometimes online is great, but sometimes even in person is even greater because you're uh, doing a social aspect as well, more than one type of social aspect. Yes, indeed. Let me ask you about these hands-on activities since you mentioned that. So, in the face-to-face classroom, when you say a hands-on activity, what kind of what are you what are you referring to specifically? Well, uh, we did internet. Um, we did internet activities, um, hand-on uh, group presentations that we had to show and tell. Oh. Um, there were uh, uh, many, um, many uh, little um, ways to um, show another person what you are trying to implicate. Okay, so you got to work with other people. Yes, different assignments. Okay, good. So now we have made it to the segment where you get to share your heart with a fellow professor that you have in mind. So I want you to imagine that there's an online bulletin board with notes or messages from students to professors. So share with us as our featured scribe, the note you would leave one of your online college professors on this board? Um, Well, very organized with superb class planning features, strategies, um, a speech of distinction, as well as uh, very definitive. 
And as I can remember one of my classes, it was a guidance class. Uh, no student could come to class without their homework because we had presentations online, each on, uh, online class. Each was assigned homework on an individual basis and the presentation could not swiftly transition without your part. Right. I will always remember uh, how she conquered and controlled her learning and teaching practices as she interacted and impacted her classroom, her classroom's environment. And I will always remember her. And I say at this very moment, kudos to her. Oh, so your message would be, dear professor, what would you say? Would you fill in the blank? Dear Professor, you are very organized. You have superb class planning features and strategies. And you have uh, a, a speech of distinction very clearly, as I say, very definitive. And uh, everyone is to understand what your message uh, because you do not have it no other way. That's how I would uh, put that um, to the, attach that to the professor. Oh, that is so sweet and so kind and so encouraging. Professors need that. So, Ms. Frida, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being our second guest. You're a pioneer on the Dear Professor series. You have enriched my day and also provided so many gems for professors and students. I'm sure you have also inspired someone who may be saying, going to college is not for me or embarking on a new career is not for me because my time has passed. So today, whoever is thinking that, has at least one testimony to let them know otherwise. This interview was such an honor and I wish you well as you complete your master's degree and graduate in May, 2024. We just gonna and say it and get your doctorate as well. Thank, thank you. Yes, uh, so thank you all for joining us. Remember to comment, like, and share, share, share. This interview may just brighten someone's day. I look forward to spending time with you next week on the Dear Professor series where college students who take courses online speak their minds. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.